On February 1st, 2013, Elisa Lam disappeared from the Cecil Hotel only to be found dead when guests complained about a foul-tasting water. What or who was behind this terrible incident? Was she being silenced? Was it an accident? Did a game go too far? Find out on this episode as the investigators comb through the dark waters looking for answers on the bizarre case of Elisa Lam. Hey, we are Bizarre Investigations. I'm Hugh. And I'm Josh. And it's back to being the two of us. Uh, it's most likely going to be the two of us for a little bit now. Uh, Farnsey is going to be taking a little break. He has some personal issues going on and he needs to take some time off for him and his family. So you'll eventually see him again and he's going to try to come on whenever he can. But until then, it's just going to be Josh and I. Maybe we'll have a guest here and there, but for the meantime, Josh and I. Yeah. So Farnsey... Is it Josh and me or Josh and I? It's I and Josh. No, I don't. I have no. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um, Farnsy, hope you get back soon, man. Yeah, dude, we already miss you. It's only been uh, two episodes without you, so we hope to get you back, man. Yeah. So uh, get get right, come back. Let's make some killer podcast episodes. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not gonna stop our scheduled recordings. We're not gonna do anything like that. So. Continue on with the podcast, so let's get with it. You got a bizarre story you want to tell? I do. Real quick, um, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think we want to try to get uh, some people to come on. Like, If you have experience in some of the fields we talk about and you want to come on to the show, just email us. Email us. Contact us on some of our social media. Yeah, we'd love Um, to have some guests. Farnsey was a big part of this show, and now we need to fill that void. So... If you have any experience uh, in anything we do, conspiracies, paranormal, anything at all, really, um, just uh, hit us up. Let us know if you'd like to come on, talk with us about that stuff. We got our main paranormal guy. That's true. Yeah. I Jay. mean, yeah. Ghost Hunter Jay, Jay is, uh, is our main guy, you know, for paranormal shit. We like Jay. Yeah. He's going to be back on soon, right? Yeah. I think we're going to talk. I think like episode 12 or 13, he's going to be on. Nice. Can't yeah, I had fun the first time, so it should, yeah. should be good the second time around. Should be. Well, actually, you know, this is actually a pretty exciting episode. Before we get into your bizarre story. Yeah, fuck yeah. Dude. This let's, is episode 10. Just, yeah, this episode is a, 10. It's like a milestone episode, right? I think this is officially the first milestone that we hit. It's the like the one, like, I hear a lot of people saying, if you, if get you over make this, it to 10, you're going to be good. You're going to be good, yeah. yeah. You got to make it past 10. So this is 10. Fortunately, two of us right. made it. But Farnsey... He, he, I know he's listening. He's going to be back on. So we we made it over the hill, bud, and uh, we're going to carry it out until you come back. But yeah, dude, this is fucking awesome. And uh, it's actually a pretty good episode to do it, too. But we'll get we'll get into that story after yeah. your, your story. Yeah. So if uh, you guys, if you guys, um, if you guys have ideas also, throw them out there for us. Yeah. I know we normally talk about that at the end of the show, but right now we're kind of like doing stuff that we like, so... Let us know what you like. Yeah, let us know. Anyways, so this episode, episode 10, obviously we're trying to get the hotel uh, milestone. And it's actually kind of what got us into wanting to do a podcast. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with a, a podcast called Alien Theorist Theorizing. And I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, you're you have probably to. familiar with this other podcast called Alien Theorist Theorizing. Yeah, if, if you don't, after this, you know, after you listen to us, go listen to them because, I mean, they're pretty much our inspiration of doing this. And, uh... Yeah, what, so big shout out to them. Yeah, big shout out. What got, what got us into it was, I loved Alien Theorist Theorizing. They're... I listen to them every single day. Uh, I fucking binged their entire show, like almost like I think like eighty five episodes when I started, in like three weeks, and I fucking loved them. And then after that, I went to Josh's office because me and him were in operations together at this old company. I went to his office. I was like, "Dude, do you like podcasts?" He's like, "Ah, oh, not really." I was like, "Well, do you like conspiracies and shit?" And he goes, "Duh." It's like, "Cool. Well, listen to this one episode, this one podcast. I guarantee you get hooked." You're listening to every single one of their episodes, and I showed them uh, ATT's episode nine, which is the curious case of Elisa Lamb, and he got hooked. 
Yeah, this case in particular, like I had seen the video before just randomly, but I never put much thought into it. And then hearing this episode from them, it like, yeah, it, it did. It got me hooked. And I think that at that point, we really started discussing doing a podcast. And, and that was like September of 2019. Yeah. I mean, it happened pretty quickly, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I think this is the case for for them that we actually got hooked on and that actually got us talking about the podcast, talking about creating our own. And, uh, yeah, this is probably honestly one of my favorite, uh, subjects we could do. Yeah. Then what happened was me and Josh were just discussing names and all this other stupid shit to get this shit going. And we're procrastinating. We procrastinate our asses off. And the Farnsy one day hits us up and goes, Hey, I was really thinking about starting a podcast. Like, Whoa, no shit, man. Cause me and Josh been th- thinking about starting a podcast. So, we got in touch, we bought our fucking equipment, and then we got going, and then we started, we did a little test episodes and shit, and then here we are, episode 10. Episode 10, milestone, baby. It only took fucking like six, seven months. Well, that's actually not bad at all. Well, think well, about rec- from the time we started recording. From though. the time we started recording, we started recording January 3rd, 2020, and we're recording this episode, so we're recording this February 28th, 2020, so almost three months, and we got 10 episodes. We've obviously had like a week that we couldn't record anything, so it's actually pretty good. Yeah, our goal was to get uh, 40 episodes out in the first year, right? Yeah. And I think we just recently discussed we kind of want to make it into seasons. We're still going to get 40 episodes out in a year. No, we will, but yeah. I, what I'm saying is like that was our original goal, and to hit our first milestone of 10 is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. You want to talk about that real quick? Uh, the seasons? We can, yeah. Yeah, so um, for everybody out there, we kind of wanted... Originally, we were just going to go with it, you know what I mean? And go... Go till we're dead. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> just go, 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 go. But I think uh, after doing this for a few months, we decided that we wanted to do seasons, kind of break it up, give us a little break in between episodes, right? Yeah. We all have wives and kids, and we do this shit on Saturdays, and it takes away from our family. So, we're going to record 20 episodes... We're going to obviously release them, and then after 20 episodes, we're going to take a month-long break and then get back to recording 20, another 20 episodes to get back to another month-long break. And to make it look cooler, we're calling them seasons. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, pretty much, I'm, when did we say we're going to end the first season? God, I don't remember. Was it April? No, it was June. Uh, not May. Me. It was May. May's going to be the first end, like first cut, yeah. first season. <laughs> Yeah, the second season will pick back up July, and then uh, the second season will end December of this year. So, I know. I know. Well, I guess it's a little early to be talking about this, but I know eventually we want to we want to get a uh, recording, right? Like start recording live, right? Eventually, yeah. Um, I know that we're on YouTube right now, and if anybody's listening to us on YouTube, then we can uh, eventually get video on there, so you guys can actually see what we look like, see see what's going on. Yeah, YouTube's a fucking bitch, though. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, that's pretty much our story. So this ac- this episode is pretty special to us. That's why we chose it for episode ten. I know that was a big skip between talking points, but uh, Elisa Lamb is what got us going into the the podcast world. And doing this for our episode ten is pretty big for our milestone. So that's why we're doing it. Unfortunately, we we thought Farnsy was going to be here with us today because he had some information, but we're just gonna we're gonna piggyback off the things he didn't tell us. So yeah, we got a we got a few little holes to cover, but we'll be fine. We actually know this case fairly well. Yeah. So um, one, we have an update to a security story that we told like three weeks ago. Well, now this is not necessarily an update. It's a completely different incident entirely. So I don't know if you guys can recall. We told you guys an episode where we thought we seen a young girl down in like a basement type area of one of the properties we work at. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, also when we post this episode, I do believe we're going to be posting pictures on our social media, right? Yeah. Of the area that we were in, yep. which is actually really spooky. We didn't even take a lot of pictures cause it was so spooky, but, um, we're going to post a couple so that you guys can at least see what we're talking about. Yeah. So what happened was Josh once again was on this property and he was patrolling. He found wait, another, wait, 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 wait. This is the security story of the week. <laughs> All right. So Josh was uh, patrolling one of the properties, the same one that the girl was at. Um, 
so once again, Josh was going through the <clears throat> the same property that we found the little girl at, right? And he sees another door open, so he calls me up. He goes, hey, I got another door open to this building. I need help. So I went out to back him up. A little, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. But no, no. A little uh, context here. This is a, the same property, but an entirely different building. There's about... So there's a ton of huge buildings on this property. Probably right? like 10 to 15. Yeah, and this one is... 20 utilities. Kind of next to it, pretty much next to the other one we found. I'd say it's about 50 yards away. Yeah, so... 50 yeah, meters. Rough, roughly. Roughly. Yeah. I just wanted to kind of put that in there because it's important. Yeah, yeah, So we start uh, fucking patrolling this property. Now, this this property is fucking nuts. It's pretty spooky. Uh, there's just one long-ass hallway with, like, two lights in it. You can't see shit. It goes underground. Um, and then there's an actual underground that you can go to. So we start... The first place we check is downstairs, which you got to go underground. There's a bathroom down there, all right? In this bathroom, there's, like, two stalls, a shower, and some lockers. Now little context or like a foot big locker you can't fit in, you can't fit a person in there that's what i'm trying to say they're pretty skinny that's important pretty yeah pretty important <laughs> then we go down further into this basement area now it's fucking dark and as we're fucking searching around i find a light switch this light switch comes on and we see this fucking man-made hole i would say it's about two feet by two feet you know it's it's a big square, right? Are you talking about the crawl space? Yeah, the crawl space. Yeah. It's actually it looks like it was cut into like cement slash ground. Like Yeah, it looks like because at this point we're like three levels underground. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we're it, pretty far it, underground. It's suspicious looking, it looks weird. There's actually a ladder leading up to it. Yeah. And it was kinda of, it was just odd. Like you'll see it in the pictures. Yeah. If you go if you go to our Instagram, you can see the fucking picture. Um in this crawl space was a chair and there's a little fucking tunnel that goes down. Now, the way that we we're facing was actually the tunnel. It's the same direction of where this girl was on the other side of the building. And remember how in the last episode we said, you know, potentially could just have been a girl and got out that we didn't know. Yeah, found a way out we weren't aware of. And that's what, because I also want to kind of go back to that. We never wanted people to think we thought we saw a ghost or anything like yeah. that. Um, we're not lucky enough yet anyways <laughs> to have seen that. But we did see something suspicious, and it was weird that the girl disappeared. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So we continue searching this, excuse me, this entire basement now. Because, all right, that, that's suspicious. There's a fucking chair in there. Why is there a chair? So we go clear out the rest of the building. And this place is fucking spooky, all right? Like, real spooky. Now, the only way to get to this crawl space, like, the actual one that looks like it could lead to the other place is... up to the ladder and we weren't fucking going to do that so yeah um we went up a different area and you can kind of see into it and it looks like i went up the ladder to take a picture of the place well yeah but it looks like okay from where i went i didn't go in there (laughs) yeah we didn't what i'm yeah exactly what i'm trying to say we didn't go into this fucking crawl space and crawl through it and shit but from what we could see it looks like it probably goes to the next building am i correct on that oh it it definitely looks like it goes to the next building and and that's kind of an assumption but it's almost like a fucking guaranteed it goes to the next building yeah so after we cleared the downstairs nothing in there so we go upstairs and we go walk down this long hallway with like two lights on it that are spread out in the picture my flashlight's on that's why it's fucking bright um we're going through this fucking pro or this hallway by the time i get to the end i'll be like hey josh it'd be pretty fucking creepy if we turn around there'd be a little fucking demon down there or something now I'm sorry. I just, I just want <laughs> I just want to say this hallway is fucking gigantic. It's more like um a long building than a hallway, right? Yeah. Because uh actually I have a picture of it too and I can post that, I think. You do? It, yeah, if not I'll get a picture of it before before uh we post this episode. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like probably what a football field. Yeah. It's um just a it's a it's hallway. fucking it's a long like like yeah, probably about 100 yards honestly. Yeah. Sounds about right, but it's a hallway slash building, so it's it's huge. Yeah. So after I say it'd be fucking creepy if there's someone down there, we no, turn around. Wait, wait, wait. I want to say exactly what you said. And I'm okay. sorry, I keep interrupting you because we were both there. Yeah. And so I'm I'm trying to uh, plug in from what my fucking recollection is. Yeah. And so you said something about wouldn't it be creepy if we turned around and there was some like fucking creature on all fours, <laughs> a fucking like almost like a cryptid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And then he says, well, luckily there's a door over here, but all the doors are locked. We found out later. Um, looked down the hall, nothing. So we started walking back and not even 10 seconds after I said that, that we heard this fucking loud ass crash, like a one of the big doors that were in like this building. Like slamming. Slamming. 
and we just like stopped in our tracks like what the fuck was that so running down their hallway because remember no one was in this fucking building because we just the last place to check was this hallway and we cleared out the rest of the building so we immediately go back and this time we look in the fucking bathroom uh you know we start going back to the way we were we start going down the stairs the bathroom door was shut yeah so we're backtracking at this point and yeah. kind of rechecking everything essentially what we just checked and we cleared and we found nothing yeah so we go recheck the bathroom because that was the only that was where the bathroom door was open and the fucking bathroom door shut so we went in there no one was in there right no also we kind of thought it was a bathroom door that we heard shut yeah because it's one of those pushed ones that don't have like a latch or anything like that and yeah. it makes a loud sound and we were at the end of the hallway, so we were like, okay, that sounds like the bathroom door, and it echoed all the way down, so that's exactly what it sounded like from when we opened it. Yeah. So at this point, we check it, nothing's in there, so we, we're like, all right, fuck it, no one's in here. So we left the building, and we go around to the side, and we're just fucking chatting out there. So, oh, sorry, I'm just trying to, trying to. Uh, so this is what it is. Okay, so this bathroom is on the back side of the property as well, right? back side of the building, right? Yeah. And we end up we're like, okay, we're well, it was fucking weird as shit, but... Um, let's go out to the front, shut the door we found open, go around back and check shit out. Yeah. From, from the outside of the building. Mm-hmm. So we start going out there and now some motherfucker just runs out. Just fucking sprints out the fucking back door that we didn't like the, all the doors in this fucking building. Okay. I know he doesn't want to say this cause he probably doesn't want to embarrass me, but <laughs> it scared the fucking shit out of me. Okay. How it is, is Okay. <laughs> The bathroom is on the second floor underground. So not second floor upward, second floor downward. But you're, there's windows, like glass windows that you cannot see through, right? Like stained glass. Stained glass. So we're actually on ground level looking yeah. down into these windows. <laughs> and uh, I saw a fucking silhouette of someone inside the bathroom. I was like, dude, look at that fucking shit. And so I'm like, he's telling me this. And I'm like fucking focused hard trying to see the silhouette. So I'm like, fuck, I don't want to miss this shit. And what going on in my head was this fucking thing, whatever's in there, you know, at the time I was like, there's some, there's a fucking ghost in there or something in there. Cause that's what's going on in my fucking Hell yeah, head. Dude, that's the only thing I was thinking. I was like, if this was a scary movie, what would go, what would happen right now is to my left was a door and right in front of me, like on ground level was another window, a window that you could see through. I was like, there'd be a motherfucker on that window or that motherfucking door right there. So I turned my eyes to the door and as that happened, the motherfucker sprints out and Josh was ah! <laughs> It was scary. I think anybody in my situation would have probably been scared. He was lucky enough to already be looking over there. For me, it startled me because I'm sitting here focused on those windows the trying silhouette. to find the silhouette that he was just pointing out. And, uh, yeah, got got startled, but, to say the least. So to put a conclusion to this fucking 10-minute story, uh, we think we found the crawl space that girl was at, right? Right. So, so that is a conclusion to that. What, we, what think, we think. What we think and what we have concluded is that a little crawl space is in between buildings mm-hmm. and it may connect even to more. Like there may be several of those connecting to all the buildings that are on the property. We have no idea, but that looks and like I'm it connects it. to the other building <laughs> and maybe like homeless people are using that as kind of like a fucking escape almost. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past it. Yeah. It's fucking weird. But yeah, well, like I said, we'll post these pictures. Pretty cool little fucking area. Scary yeah. as hell when it's one the one picture, the, the picture of the hallway of mine does not look scary because it's lit up because of my flashlight. Yeah. So if you can take a picture, that'd be dope. Yeah, I'll try to get back in. Well, well, we have keys. I'll get back in there and take pictures. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's get in this fucking story. We're 22 minutes in. We haven't even started the story. What story? We just did the story. Well, the fucking bizarre, or the fucking Elisa Lamb story. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a good story, too. <laughs> it's episode 10, hey, liked, Elisa Lamb. I liked our story, man. Yeah. That, that was a good security story. And also, it kind of puts a little bow on the previous incident. It does, yeah. I feel like that kind of puts a little, you know, ending to it. Actually, no. It's real an fast. explanation at the yeah. least. It is an explanation. And before we actually get to Lisa Lamb, I got to fucking <clears throat> do a little shout out because this is actually uh, pretty dope for for me at least. And that was pretty cool for you. Um, We have a lot of fucking foreign listeners. A lot us. for us. A lot for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool as shit. Honestly, um, if you're listening to us and you're not in the United States, that's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to us in the United States, that's also cool. It's just kind of. We never thought that, I don't, I mean, maybe we thought, but I didn't think, like, having people listening to us from a different country is kind of, like, weird. It's weird, and we, it's, yeah, like, honestly, we it's didn't awesome, think, as fuck, to be honest. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. So, right now, in the lead, <clears throat> United States has the most 
people listening. Then Canada. Canada is a strong second place, way ahead of everyone else. Canada. United Kingdom's next. Uh, unknown. It just that's all it says. Unknown. Nice. <laughs> we got the Philippines now. Damn. Norway. That's a new one, right? Yeah, new, brand new from last night. Norway and the Netherlands. So that's fucking cool, dude. Thank you guys yeah. and, and gals. We appreciate the fucking love and listens. Yeah, and, uh, we really do appreciate it, man. That's fucking. That's that's insane to think that. Uh, people to listen to us in places we've never even fucking thought yeah. of. Yeah. And it's actually crazy that we got a lot more uh, female listeners than I thought we would have. That's cool, dude. Females are cool. Yeah. All right. So, I'll um, take any listener. I don't care. Yeah. Right now, I mean, I just had but to get that off because that's if, fucking if awesome. Any listeners. So, that means if you want to put us on, let your dog listen to us. I don't really care. Yeah. Put your kid on. I mean, we kind of cuss a lot, yeah, but I don't know if it's kid appropriate. Fuck it. Oh, do I have to put that on YouTube and shit? When I do YouTube, it says, is this uh, appropriate for children? And I put Probably no. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. All right. Elisa Lamb. Elisa Lamb. You. All right. Elisa Lamb. Elisa. Not Elisa. It's Elisa. Now, before you get into this, watch the fucking video if you haven't seen it. It's pretty important, actually. If you don't watch the video, you're going to be like, what the fuck are they right. talking about? So if you're listening to us on YouTube, it's really easy. Just um, pause the video, go watch. All you, Literally, all you got to fucking say is Elisa Lamb. Elevator. Elevator footage. And then it pops up. It should be a two-minute, 26-second video. Watch that shit. Pretty creepy. Come back. We're not going to wait for you. So... Pause it yourself. Pause, pause, pause. But we'll, we'll, so really quick, what we wanted to do is kind of, I, I, if you guys aren't going to watch it, I have a fucking breakdown of every fucking second of the fucking video Fuck. that I probably want to go over. That'd um, be cool. Um, do you want to watch the video and then kind of like, yeah, we'll, wa- we'll watch it with you guys kind of, but, uh, we'll get, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But first we're going to, we're going to try to have a little structure to this. So, we're going to talk about her background first, which you got the information for, right? Right. Then we're going to get to the elevator footage. Then we're going to get to, what's the next part? The background of the, the hotel? The hotel, which is crazy. There's so much going on with this hotel. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with this hotel, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be surprised how much crazy shit happened at this place. Yeah. Now, another thing is, this episode might be super fucking long. So, if you're listening to this, that means there's a, a second part. If you don't hear this, well, you don't hear it. Yeah, so if you hear what Hugh just said, that means we went extra long, which we probably will, and we decided to turn it into two episodes to make it a little easier to listen to. Yep. All right, so watch that video, guys, and then uh, come back right come right back. Come back right now. All right, so we're going to get into Elise Lamb's background. So, <coughs> excuse me, a little bit of uh, information on far, as far as like what I could find on her. So she was born April 30th, 1991 in Canada. Was it Ontario? I think Ontario, yeah. Something like that. It was in Canada for sure. Um, she went missing on January 31st, 2013. She was 21 years old. Um, did she die on the day she went missing? Because she was dead for weeks, right? Uh, they say the last known footage <laughs> was February 1st. So that's that's when they're assuming she died. Oh, the February 1st was the elevator, right? Yeah. Okay, because uh, I don't know, we're probably going to talk about this, but I guess her parents were getting messages from her every single day, hearing from her every single day, up until the 31st, and January so that's when they reported her missing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think so, yeah. So, yeah. She was a student at the University of British Columbia. Her parents were immigrants to Canada from uh, Hong Kong. Cool, nice, Hong Kong. Yeah, so they came to Canada and fucking, they actually started a restaurant and shit. Good shit. Yep. I like it. Yep. But uh, I guess at a fairly young age, she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression. She was taking four medications that I found. You, I think you found more than that, right? Yeah, I'll go over it. I'm going to go over the autopsy and I'll go over all the medication that was prescribed to her and shit. Okay, so he'll go over that in a little while. Um she started a blog as well in 2010. It was called Ether Fields, and that that can be found on Blogspot. I think it's still available, actually. Ether Fields. Yeah, on Blogspot is where she put it on. 
Um, she would often on there talk about her depression and bipolar and shit. And so she was very open about it. She had no problem with, uh, with talking about it, which is kind of important. It wasn't like she was trying to hide it, but actually I read that her parents were trying to hide it. Like they were trying to keep it a secret. They don't want people to know they were kind of embarrassed by it. But, um, okay. So apparently she arrived in LA on January 26th. Um, she checked into the hotel January 28th. So she, where she was for the two days, no clue. I thought she was here a lot longer than that. Well, she was in uh, San Diego. Oh, okay, okay. Like she had pictures at the zoo and but a bunch of other shit too. I heard that she was at the Cecil Hotel for a long ass time that they moved her into like a more permanent place. Well, it says she checked in on January 28th. That's, what the, that's the information that I was able to find. Hmm, okay. And that uh, she had arrived in LA on the 26th. She was in San Diego for a little while before that. Um, well, if you really think about it, the 28th, that's three days. No, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Three, four days before the elevator footage. So that that's a long time in a hotel. I guess. Well, I mean, a lot can happen in that time, and a lot did yeah. happen in that time. So um, That's true. At that point, she was going through quite a bit at this time. It was my understanding that she was in, like, a shared living space, right? Yeah. So she wasn't in an actual room. She was in a shared, like... Almost like a, I feel like in the beginning she was by herself and then she went to a shared room. I thought it was opposite of that. I do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. But I thought it was opposite. Like so, she was in a shared room. Yeah. And then she had her shit stolen, from my understanding. Okay. And then they they were like, "Oh, let me make up for that and put you in a fucking your own room." Hey, um, the information's all over the place on this one, actually. So it, it is actually that's one thing that I have noticed with this. Uh, that that kind of information where it's not factual. Yeah, you just have no fucking it, clue. What it's you like, know. yeah, it is kind of all over the place. But either way, um, she was in a shared living space with a lot of weird people, from what I understand. And then uh, that elevator footage. Yeah. The elevator footage, and she disappeared. And we should I just say what happened? Yeah, do it. Okay. So after the elevator the elevator footage. Uh, the guest of the hotel started reporting. Um, well, at this point, she had been missing for what two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, first her body was found on the nineteenth. I'm pretty sure. So it's about three weeks, right? Yeah. So nineteen, twenty days somewhere in there, because the February first was the the elevator footage, and yeah, definitely found February nineteenth according to the autopsy. Okay, so it's about nineteen days, and then the hotel guests started reporting like a lack of pressure with the water yep and a foul tasting water yeah uh, was at this point i guess the maintenance worker went up and checked the <laughs> checked the uh no we're not laughing because it's funny like we're laughing because it like it's like an awkward like it'd be disgusting just imagining what it's going to be fucking like. Yeah, no, uh, I couldn't. Like, I honestly could not imagine that. Like, could you imagine, like, just for fucking drinking someone's fucking deadness? Just, yeah, decomposing body That's juices insane. and fluids. No. And, and this is kind of weird, but I kind of want to bring up something that me and Hugh have recently fucking seen. And it's weird, but it isn't. Okay, so we work where there's water, like, essentially like a well. Yeah. Um, but it's very, like, open. So there was four raccoons. Yeah. That died a month ago. Yeah. Down that well. And uh they're still there. They're still there. Like no. the body's like in perfectly good shape. Like it's bloated a little it's bit. It's bloated. The and, hair's coming off. And the hair's starting to come off, but that's a month later. And the foul or the smell's gone now. The smell is gone, yeah. But that's just something that kinda popped in my head when I was thinking about this. So if you're in Sacramento, fucking drink water bottles honestly like we we deal with this fucking water all night just drink fucking water bottles it's fucking disgusting especially with this coronavirus going around oh yeah we're all gonna die sorry um way off subject i mean anyway so they started reporting that the water was tasting foul low water pressure for the showers yeah maintenance guy goes up to where the water is at on top of the roof um i think it's been reported now that he the latch was open there is no latches on it no the door i'm sorry the door to the upper so there's a big the there's a big water storages up there right and yeah. on top of that water storage is a huge circle but on that circle is actually like a square door huh i didn't know that. and that's the latch they're talking about okay or the door latch whatever you want to call it i thought talking about the actual latch to the 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 water that tanks 
No, so you're talking about the big whole entire roof circle thing, right? There's four little ones. Yeah, so there's four little ones, but what I'm saying is, so there's a huge circle thing on top of these water containers, and there's a square door at the top of every single one of them. Okay. And that door, according to the uh, maintenance guy, was found open. It was initially reported that it was found closed. Yeah, so it was initially reported they found closed, and then... I guess it just recently came out that the this maintenance guy said he found it open, which is kind of sketchy to me because how, first of all, to rely on someone's recollection of this is probably not that uh, reliable. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. just not probably something you should do. So it could have been open or closed. I don't know necessarily that matters too much in this case. And if you guys want to see what this actually looks like, go on Google, type in water tank uh, or just type in Cecile Hotel's water tank, uh, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, so the top of it, I'm looking at it right now, I'm sorry. Kind of how I was explaining earlier, it's a flat circular top, and there's a square on there. Yeah. It's like a hatch almost. Yeah. And that's the door they're talking about. But I guess it was found open, and inside is Elisa Lamb's body floating. Was it floating? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't think it was. So, Elisa Lamb's naked body was found in there. Yeah. That for sure. I've seen reports where it said her clothes were folded up just outside of the tank. No, it wasn't. And then I've also seen reports that say At least her according- clothes were inside of the tank. Yeah, according to the detective's reports from the autopsy, mm-hmm. they were found inside the tank floating with her. Hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, the autopsy is actually really fucking weird. That's, I want to get into it a little bit. But yeah, dude. You want to get into it right now or you want no, to wait? And I'll wait. I'll wait for a little bit. I want to get through the elevator footage first and then we talk about the hotel history. Yeah. So that's pretty much the gist of it. I mean, the guest report, the water issues, the maintenance guy goes up, checks it out. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, it actually kind of makes sense that like he goes up and checks this because there's four water tanks up there. Yeah. So he maybe check immediately checks the one with it open, right? I mean, that makes sense. That would be my, yeah. You would, immediately, <laughs> you would immediately go and check the one that's open. You're like, oh, this is fucking weird. Maybe some animal or some shit got in there, right? Yeah. But he finds Elisa Lamb's body. Yeah. Now, apparently, I also seen that um, the police, when they were looking for her, because mm-hmm. she was supposedly missing for weeks right um, yeah well they were listening looking for they had like dogs and everything like that um searching for the entire thing they went up on the roof searched for her, and you think if the if the hatch was open they would have smelt it that's crazy right yeah because they the police put out the elevator footage i think february 14th or 15th and but you would think like like because i'm sorry going back to the raccoons they reeked for yeah. like two straight weeks in the body and these raccoons are underwater. Yeah, and and to think that a dog that's trained to catch this would miss that, that's a little weird. Yeah, so I, I think that would completely uh, <clears throat> destroy the fact that the, the lid was open. I want to say they that the dogs did pick up her scent on like a window going out to the... They did. They did. They did. I, I read <clears throat> that. Like it was a window going out to the roof, right? Yeah. And they did pick up her scent on that, which is kind of weird. It is pretty weird, actually. And then they go up there and they don't pick up any scent. You think? I'm sorry. Now that we're talking about this, I'm just thinking like, okay, how thorough of a job did you actually do as a fucking police officer if they picked up the scent on that window? I think the window they found. And then you don't fucking literally go and check every little tiny crevice. Because at this point, two weeks later, you're looking for a body. You're not looking for Elisa Lamb alive. Yeah. Right. So you're looking for a body. So anywhere a body could be plugged into, shoved into, you would think you would search that. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense to me as someone who's looking for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you would think so. Yeah. My dog picks up a scent on a window going out to the roof, and I don't check everything. What, what I heard was it was a window going out to um, the ladder well, going to the roof, and they didn't pick up any scents on the ladder well. That's why they didn't continue. Uh-huh. At least that's what I heard. So feels like a thorough job was not done. Yeah. I mean. Who fucking knows, man? This fucking, what's set? Fucking, what, a week and a half ago? It was seven years? Yeah. Yeah. A week and, damn. Yeah. We almost recorded exactly on the date her body was found. That's crazy. Um, That didn't even pop in my mind, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at the date just now. Um, What, so, that's everything on her. Let's get into the elevator footage, because that's actually, like, the first 
thing that we should break down yeah. is the creepiness of that. Now, hopefully by this time you actually fucking listen to us and you fucking watch the video. Um, the first thing I would say about the video is if you watch it, the time's off. Yeah. Also, real quick, if you're not watching the video, you're not going to appreciate this episode as much. So you have yeah. to watch this video to appreciate the episode. A lot more will make sense if you watch the video. You won't appreciate anything about this case unless you watch that fucking video. Like, there's nothing... If I just heard this case, I'd be like, oh, that's just disgusting. They found a dead body in the fucking water tank. But watching this video adds a lot to that. A hundred percent, yeah. Like... hundred percent. Yeah, so watch that fucking video. All right, so the first thing is time's off on the video. If yeah, you watch it... Hugh pointed this out to me. I wasn't even fucking aware of it. Yeah. Now, watching it <laughs> is... If you look at the the timestamp on it now, the timestamp is completely distorted. But if you look closely, you can see the little milliseconds, right? And you can watch it change, and it's thirty percent slower. Why? One thing I always, I questioned about this is why the hell is the footage so bad? Because apparently they were um, the hotel was on some old ass CCTV shit. That recording on tapes and to make it digitalized, they transferred everything, which distorted everything. That's crazy because I feel like this should be way better. It's 2013. It's not like it's 30, 40 years ago, man. Yeah, dude. 2014, they were still fucking 1080p fucking quality shit. It's insane to think that yeah. they had such shitty quality, especially the area. That, I'll talk about this later, but the area they're in is bad. You would think you'd want the best surveillance you can have, right? Right. So yeah. the first thing is this timestamp is off. Now, the thing about timestamps, timestamps are there for court. They're there for court evidence, so if something happens, you can say, hey, exactly at 10.31 and 27 seconds and 2 milliseconds, a person comes on this fucking uh, elevator, and I need to start watching the clip from that time, point, that time point. That's what they're there for. They're there for court evidence, and if some videos, like when they go to court, they don't have a timestamp, the, the court will literally throw that yep. footage out because it does not mean anything to them because they have no reference of point of time. Yeah. So the fact that this is all distorted is bad. Now, there are uh, videos of people uh, trying to break down exactly what it says. Some people says it's like uh, 1230. Some say it's like 10 something. It's really difficult. Um, obviously, I don't examine footage, so I wouldn't be able to help you guys with this. But there are videos, and I'm probably going to have a lot of links on the, the description of this show uh, because there's a lot of shit. Now, I did get a lot of my evidence from this um from from Lord and Arts uh, YouTube channel. And I will plug him in here because there's about, I want to say like six hours of footage about Elisa Lamb on here. I watched every single thing he has. On Me too. He breaks it down in depth and he's really good. Yeah, so this video that you're watching or listening to is not going to be anywhere as deep as he goes into because he does fucking, well, I think it was like 10, 12, it's actually 17 episodes. Was it 17? I'm pretty sure it was 17. Damn. I, I mean, maybe I didn't watch them all then, but I watched like at least like seven, I want to say. Seven. 20 videos. I just On just I'm, Elisa Lamb? Just Elisa Lamb. I'm looking at it right now. 20 videos. Damn. So I did miss a lot, but I watched several hours worth of his stuff and he breaks it down. And then he also puts the links to everything he does. Really good fucking research. So I'm going to fucking tag him in it. And anything that I go over that I've looked at myself through it, I'm also going to plug the, the link in as well. So... Someone broke down the actual time frame. Someone also found out this was reduced time. The The playback speed was reduced by 30%. So Slowed down, right? I will also put a link in here for the actual sped up time. Now, someone went in here, edited the footage to 130% speed, which then made it go to normal speed. And if you look at the, the time, one second goes one second in real life. So it's factual, and it actually has a side-by-side -side comparison. Really good video to watch. But watch it after this because I'm going to break down everything about the video that the police posted. Yeah. One question I had is why did the uh, police post this? Just like, no, the, normally the last known footage of the individual. So maybe if someone knew that she was in the hotel, they could help find her. Normally, when a police posts a video like this, it's because there's like, okay, well, there's this person here that's suspicious. We have no idea who he is. We're trying to figure out who he is. Can someone help us, please? Yeah. This really has no bearing on it, doesn't it? I mean, a little bit, it kind of shows some weird, freaky stuff with what she's doing, what looks weird. Um, but the whole purpose behind posting this, I, I kind of don't get it. Well, at this point, it's already been <clears throat> um, 14 to 15 days without 
contact. So this is the last footage they have. So I guess maybe mm. it was for the parents saying, hey, look, this was your last known footage of your daughter. Or just for the, the public safe. Like, if you see this woman, granted, it's fucking uh, iPhone quality from the first iPhone. <laughs> I don't fucking... It's pretty shitty quality. Yeah, the quality is horrible. I mean, to be 100% honest, it's so, like... You wouldn't even be, actually be able to tell that's Lisa That's what I was going to say. It's so distorted. I mean, this could be any anybody who slightly resembles her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it. I think it's probably her, but realistically, there's no true way to guarantee that's her, is there? Yeah, honestly, the fact that they knew it was her is kind of bizarre. And if anyone actually has like questions like, well, why didn't they have any footage in the hallways? Well, me and Josh, like I said earlier, we were in operations for a while, and we actually had a hotel, and we talked to the managers, and they say it's actually against the law to keep cameras in the hallways. It's mainly just to protect cheating husbands and wives. <laughs> it's it's an issue. Um, privacy. Privacy issues, what we were told. It's mainly for cheating husbands and wives. So the wife comes. Like, you would think it's like for higher ups, like yeah. government people who go to these hotels for specific reasons. Exactly. And they don't want to be found out. Yeah. So. so that's pretty much the reason why. So if you have that question, that answers it right there. So now I'm going to go time by time. And this might be a little time consuming. So if it doesn't make sense, I'm going to cut it out. But um, the first thing that you'll notice, she walks in. And at nine seconds into this video, the, the real video that slowed down, at nine seconds, she's finished pushing the buttons, and you'll notice the elevator door starts to close, but then immediately stops and opens back up. Now, what happens, what, what comes to my mind is someone put their hand on it, right? Or someone's blocking the sensor. That's typically what why an elevator would stay open, yeah. Yes. So, that's what goes in my mind, but then if I... Someone, I found a picture of what that hotel's buttons buttons are, and it is really weird. It skips floor 13. Um, she pushes everything in the middle row. So if you look at everything in the middle of the row, it is floor 14. And by the way, she's on floor 14. Floor 14, floor 10, floor 7, floor 4, um, M. I don't know what M. Main lobby, maybe? No, oh. L's lobby. What's M? Um, main floor? Maybe. Um, so, my, my, no clue? M. <laughs> and then uh, door open. No, it's actually... Man, it's hard to fucking tell what it looks like. This fucking... First of all, looking at this video... Because we actually have the video playing up right now. Yeah. We're kind of looking at it as, as we're talking. Um, it's kind of hard to even really guarantee that she pushed the middle ones, isn't it? No, it is, Garen. Like, I'm looking at it right now. You can see the buttons right here. Distort. It's so distorted, it's hard it to really tell. But it does look like she pressed the door open, door open button. And that makes sense, because the door's open, and it stays yeah. open for a couple minutes. Yeah, and the video, the guy that we referenced earlier, excuse me, he actually went to this hotel and went to this elevator. Now, the elevator could have changed in the from 2013 to 2015. Actually, it, it probably has, because it, the property's been sold, I think, a couple times. Yeah, and so they've actually changed the name. Obviously, they've changed a couple of. Uh, they're starting to renovate it, from my understanding, and yeah. so absolutely it could have. So, when he went there, um, he said he pressed the door open but or door hold button, and the door actually stayed open for two minutes. Now, if you watch this video, the door opens for two minutes, but remember this video slowed down. So really, it's like four minutes on this video. Actually, you know what? This video is too... Yeah, it's fucking two minutes on this one. But in reality, in a little bit, she goes back to it, presses the same button again. So she well, even then, again. even then, like, she's going in and out of the elevator. Yeah. So that alone right there would keep it open at least a little bit. Yeah. So that's nine seconds. Now, 20 seconds in is the next thing that happens. She quickly jumps outside, peeks to the right, and then peeks to the left, and then jumps back inside. Now, this could be identified as, like, playful tactics. I watched a video on uh, her seen that too. Psych or psychology of what's going on. Uh, it could be referenced as playful activity thing, and there's someone out there like, hey, gotcha. But really so, no. for me, this could go either way, though. It could be paranoid. Yeah. Or it could be, yeah, you're playing hide-and-seek, if you will, um, mm -hmm. trying to – you're waiting for someone to see if they're coming. And it could really be anything, but it just right. looks weird. Her actions do look weird. Yep, I concur. And then at 25 seconds, so 20 seconds you jump out, 25 seconds she appears to be hiding from something, either 
you know, joyful hiding, like hide and seek type thing. But she hides in the corner where the buttons are. Look how pixelated. Okay, so she turns around and hides in the corner, like you're saying. Yeah. Look how pixelated her fucking face is at this point. Right. It's actually pretty bad. It's actually like, okay, that's insane. That could literally be anybody. Yeah. The one time she shows her face, like shows shows her face to the camera. This is actually the so from like 25 to 33 is when you actually get to see the best footage of her face, and it's shitty it's uh, we have it paused right now at 33 seconds so if you're watching it with us pause it at 33 seconds yeah and you can um, see her face it's pixelated it's like not even human like yeah i mean i'm not saying that she's not a human i'm saying that like no yeah I, no, it's I, I not distinguishable from one person to another you wouldn't be able to tell yeah all right so then 35 seconds is the next thing she slowly peeks around the corner and you can barely see that her head's like just barely out of the elevator looking around the corner right so she does this for a few seconds, and the next big thing is 46. Now, we're watching it as we're going, so that's why I'm picking a little bit. 40 second, 46 seconds, she takes a step out of the elevator, then looks to the right, and jumps out to the left at 49 seconds. That's weird. She did really, like, jump out. She did. She th- like It looked like she thought someone was right there when she jumped out, right? Right. Like, no. She, she like, peeking around the corner, and then she just jumps to the left because... I would jump to the left if someone's right there just trying to fuck with them. Yeah, like almost like you're trying to scare them or something? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the next thing is 53 seconds. She uh, starts She starts slowly backing into the elevator. And then the next one's at 100, or not 100, a minute and one seconds. She goes away from the footage. You can't see her. She's outside. Now, this is weird too, though. Um, this whole thing, I mean... If she was trying to get away from somebody, she shouldn't have pressed door open and left it there for a couple of minutes, right? That's, that's what you would think, yes. And at this point, she's been there for four days, so she probably has been up and down the elevator, and she realizes that pressing door open is probably going to hold it there for the two minutes if that's what it does. Yeah. So, uh, kind of like, why, what is she doing? Like, why is she going to press that button if she's trying to get away from somebody? I don't know. So it seems more like she's waiting for somebody. Right. Um, the psychology video I watched was maybe she... Someone out there that she attract or was attractive attracted to was standing outside the elevator. From when I read though, she was super like socially awkward, and but she's that, not the type of girl that would just be like super flirtatious or anything like that. She was more like awkward and stuck to herself. Yeah, no, no, I definitely saw that. But the psychology video that breaks down her movements of her body language mm-hmm. broke it down to that she might have found attractiveness the way she was postured. And all this other shit. I, I'm not. I wasn't gonna go into that video because that would have been like 30 minutes on just the elevator alone. Yeah, way too long for the elevator. But um, she the watch that video. It's fairly fucking good. Like it breaks down like her. Now I don't agree with what they're saying. I don't movements. either. Because I feel like first of all, you have no idea what's going on in her mind. So yeah. to sit here and act like you can break it down by her movements is kind of not good. Yeah. As far as that goes, I mean some people's movements can mean multiple things right i mean because to me like we're breaking it down as we're going she could be like joyfully playing with somebody like a little game of hide and seek like flirtatious like you know what i mean but yeah. she could also be hiding from people she'd be and trying she to get away from people she accidentally she'd pressed be scared door out of her fucking mind she meant to press door closed but right. held door open and, yeah and she's like why isn't this door closing fuck 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 yeah so now the next thing is at a minute and three seconds she comes back into frame you can just see her arm and uh, the next big one is at a minute and 27 seconds. She returns back to the elevator and starts pressing the same buttons again. She looks kind of like drunk at this point. Yeah, at this point she looks out of it a little bit. Yeah, so she goes back and presses the, the same, same buttons. exact buttons. And twice, actually. Twice, yep, twice. And then she's stuck on the bottom one, too. Yeah, that, that's the door hold button. So she she's that's the third time she's pressed them all? Yeah. And she just keeps pressing the yeah, door. That behavior is erratic, man. It's not. Now, a minute and 44, she leaves, or 49, she leaves the elevator again. This time, she started doing hand movements. Almost it's, like she's feeling for something. <laughs> it's like she's blind. Yeah, like she's blind and she's feeling for something. Yeah. Right? I mean, she's obviously not blind, but that's what it looks like. Like she's like she's, trying to feel if something's there. Yeah, it looks like. Now yeah. it looks like she's having a conversation. She's counting on her fingers, apparently. Yeah, she's she's doing weird hand movements. And then she just stops and she just stands there for a second. And then the next big um 
thing is that two minutes and 25 seconds, she leaves the frame. Um, and then 2.26, she, the video ends. Now, during this time, now during this video, I, for some reason, I couldn't find my notes, but there's actually a time where the time skips one minute. So there's, I think there's 53 seconds. There's 53 seconds of missing footage. Yeah, that's, that's suspicious. Like, that's, I think that bothers me more than anything else. If we'll, we'll probably never yeah. know what was in that time, right? Why the fuck? They said this is the, the actual footage. One, the footage is distorted. It's terrible fucking quality. One, that's two, that's one. Two, what the fuck? You can't even tell it's her. No. Three, the fucking timestamp, you can't see shit. The timestamp's fucked up, and we it, it's slowed been down. proven that it's slowed down. And then four is there's 53 seconds missing. Why the fuck would the police put this out? Yeah, exactly. As That's evidence. What I said. As evidence. Uh, uh, it doesn't fucking make sense. And also, we don't... I mean, I'm not going to accuse the police of taking out 53 seconds, no, but yeah. it could have been the hotel. And what the fuck? A worker at so the hotel, distor- right? It's so distorted that you can't see anything. Yeah, but if you say just for instance, and this is just yeah. an example, say you're a worker at the hotel, yeah, and you happen to be the one she's talking to, and you come into frame, yeah, and you're in and out of frame for fifty three seconds. That's true. Yeah, maybe you don't want that footage fucking seen, right? And the other weird thing is the real video is like four minutes long, six minutes long, or something. That's like that. with it slowed down though, right? Yeah, and the rest of it is after at two minutes twenty five seconds she leaves the frame. The video ends at twenty six, but. After the video ends of this one, if you watch the real one, it's like a lot longer, is the continuous, or the rest of the video is just the elevator closing the doors, going down to the next floor, opening the doors, going down to the next floor, opening the doors. It just does that for the rest of the video, showing so it that goes, the elevator's working. It goes through the, the entire floor list that she had pressed. Yes. That's weird. Also, this is a good note. You mentioned this already, but she's on the 14th floor, you said? Four, 14th floor, yeah. Okay, so that's also a good thing to note because she wasn't like in the lobby sure and not. fucking people are just watching this crazy girl fucking lose her mind. She, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So if she's, she's on the, the lobby, 14th floor. Yeah, if she's in the lobby, there's so many possibilities, yeah. like just random people uh, visiting the hotel, right? Yeah. Because you walk in through the lobby, so there'd be a ton of people in there most likely. Yep. Um, But that's pretty much the breakdown of um the actual elevator footage those are the main points right there i know that took took kind of long but i wanted everyone to actually if you didn't see it i try to help you notice these things now we can get into the we'll get into the conspiracies about everything at the end of this yeah um because there's so much fucking facts that we had to put out that's why i think this this episode might be a little longer uh it's probably gonna be a little longer but this is this is cool man Uh, the elevator is super important yeah I hope you guys watched the video with us. Otherwise, it's nothing we said will make sense. Yeah, you're probably going to skip the entire part. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the elevator. Now, the next thing we want to get into is the background of the Cecil Hotel because... It has an interesting background as well. Yeah, interesting. It might not be related. Or it might. It depends on Ooh, what... Uh, anytime you have bad energy in a place, I feel like that's something that sticks around. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? And I think that this hotel in general has very, very bad energy. Yeah. So... All right, well, we'll, I'll get right into it. The hotel is at 640 South Main Street, and it opened in 1927. It was built in 1924. Okay. So it's built in 1924. Three years later, it actually opens up. It has 600 rooms. It's fucking a lot of rooms, dude. That is. It has something like 299 suites and then 301 regular rooms, something like that. A lot of it is actually made for homeless yeah, well, yeah. it wasn't initially. Actually, initially, well, during that time, yeah. Initially, it was like a. We're a, talking about during the time of Elisa Lamb. Oh yeah, 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 you're right on that one. But uh, initially, it was like built as a upscale hotel. Like it would cost a million dollars, and at that time, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, it had like marble countertops, and it was mm-hmm. just super upscale. Yeah. Um, that's when it was initially built, and they had initially planned it to be like a. A hotel like for business people and Meetings fucking and shit. Uh, like people vacationing and shit like that. You okay. know what I mean? And so it was, that's what it was popular for throughout the entire 1940s. Well, starting in the 1950s, the surrounding area, it's known as Skid Row. Yep. And there's about 10,000 homeless people in that area. I would probably triple that now. Probably now, <laughs> yeah. So this is from back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
um, in the 1950s. So ten, about around 10,000 homeless people in the area. And it's just like, they it's couldn't keep it, um, what do you call it, upscale if you have that kind of activity going no, on, right? No, you can't. So eventually it just, uh, it turned into like a place for uh, prostitution, yep, drug use, pimps, yep. um, a, a place where you can go and fucking essentially be unfaithful to your significant other and not get caught. Yep. So that that was the type of place that it turned into, which is kind of sad when you think about it. Someone had a pretty good vision for this and put a lot of money into it, built it up to be really, really nice. 180. And 10 years later, (laughs) completely fucking horrible. horrible. Homeless shelter. It's, uh, that's essentially what it turned into. It's like, I guess they're super well known now for like their, their incredible rates, like weekly rates and shit. So it's like they're they're, they're incredible <laughs> rates because no one wants to fucking stay there. Yeah, nobody. You know, you know, with everything that's happened there, uh, American Horror Story, season five. Season five was based based on, on this fucking hotel, dude. Yep. Oh, this hotel's also been in like uh, music videos and shit, and movies. A background to like a YouTube video or some shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's this hotel's got a lot of history to it. Um, so one of the things is, I guess there's like upwards of 10 suicides documented at this hotel okay um the first suicide was documented in 1931 so that's just uh, opened in 1927 just four years later yeah (laughs) the first suicide and that was wk norton he took uh pills popped some poison pills went out they went out like hitler supposedly went out what year is this 31? 31, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if it's 41, he just didn't want to go in the fucking draft. Yeah, so... Um, the hotel became a hotbed for the drugs and prostitution at, at that point. There's the uh, the suicides happening from the 1940s into the 60s. Yep. And there's quite a few of them. Like I said, I think there was around 10 during that short period of time. Which... 1940 to 1960? 10? Yeah. Shit, all right. So... Also, the first like real notable... Uh, situation with this place is in 1947 Elizabeth Short was found to frequent this place now if you don't know who Elizabeth Short is Black Dahlia she's the Black Dahlia so that's fucking crazy Um, she's not the only notable person to have stayed at this place though in the 1980s a guy known as the Night Stalker Richard Ramirez yep stayed at this hotel heard that one yeah, so that's fucking crazy. Who else stayed at this hotel? Well, in 1991, we got a guy named Jack Unterweger. <laughs> Unt- Unt- <laughs> I can't. Un- Unterweger. Unterweger? Yeah, so. He's another serial killer. Yeah. Serial killer. And uh, um, he murdered prostitutes. One like, of the main, I would say, mascots of ADT. Yeah. Uh, it's a persona of one of the guys out there. You know what's funny? I just re-listened to that episode and I didn't realize that's where it came from until now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, so he was murdering like prostitutes and shit over there and he was using the hotel to stay in during that time. Okay. Um, Anyone now, else? Oh, yeah. A long, 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 long time ago, Aleister Crowley. Ooh, shit. Now it's believed that in this, I don't think the hotel is there yet, right? Um, what when was he there? Eighteen. Oh yeah, definitely not there yet. So, <laughs> it's um, built in like nineteen twenty. He is. It's re, like it's reported or whatever you want to say. It's thought that he opened up a portal to a new dimen- another dimension, or yeah. was it like to hell, if you will? I th- yeah, it was one of the two. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was one of the two. Yeah, and uh, that kind of leads into one of the theories. We'll, we'll get into a little bit later, oh, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was reported that the the little uh, little portal he opened up was allowing access to otherworldly beings. That's dope. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much the breakdown of the history of the hotel, as far as I got. Um, I don't know if you have anything else on the hotel, hotel, but um, no, that, that was about it. That's about all I could find. All right. Hey, so we're gonna have to cut it short. This is a. Ended up being like two hours and 15 minutes. So this is going to be our kind of exit on the first episode here. Yeah. Um, So follow us on... um, First, this next episode will be released next week. Right. Um, So follow us on Instagram at Bizarre Investigations. 
Follow us on Twitter at BizarreInv, B-I-Z-A-R-R-E-I-N-V. And uh, send us an email at gmail.com or send us an email at bizarreinvestigations at gmail.com. <laughs> and um, yeah, we the first episode was mainly factual evidence. The second yeah. episode is about the autopsy and the conspiracies behind everything. Right. Um, so yeah. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, look for the part two of this episode coming next out next week. week. Yeah. All right. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, guys.